Hello and welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fenner. Going to kick off this week's show with a track by A Certain Ratio, which they've released super recently. Uh, I was never a big ACR fan, actually. My friend John, who was at uni in Manchester, was a big fan of theirs and still goes to see them playing live. But I do like this. And John is also a bit of a vinyl junkie and he bought this on a seven-inch single on white vinyl. $17.99. Extraordinary. Anyway... That might be a rip-off. The track is good. This is A Certain Ratio and Always In Love.
a certain ratio and always in love their new single and we can stick with them because they are one of the artists that maps has asked to do remixes of the tracks from the album colors reflect time loss uh, so i've played all the tracks of the first ep the second ep has just come out um as i say the max maximum play is done by a certain ratio and this actually sounds more like them to me than the single that i've just played uh see so what you think the track they've remixed is called the plans we made
the plans we made by maps as remixed by a certain ratio and you can get hold of that on ep2 of the colors reflect or colors remix time loss releases that are coming out at the moment now have you ever seen the film yesterday where the guy i can't remember exactly what happens but he wakes up in a world and everyone's forgotten the beatles apart from him um And I'm kind of having an experience like that with an artist called Anne Clark, who I came across this week uh, on a playlist on Spotify. And I can't believe I've never heard of her. I mean, the time when she bought her stuff out was when I was buying a lot of electronic music, uh, particularly on the Mute label. Um, She's been doing music for 40 years. She performed with Depeche Mode. Uh, She did an album where John Fox wrote loads of the music for it. And yet I've never, ever come across her until this week. So obviously that's someone who I'm going to look into massively. The track I'm going to play for you comes from an album that was released in 1983 called Changing Places, which is, the the whole thing just sounds to be right up my street. Uh, And the track I'm going to play for you now is called Sleeper in Metropolis. Waste. 
Clark and Sleep in Metropolis taken from her Changing Places album. I just absolutely love that. Just the sound of it is so evocative uh, of my youth. But let's move on to a track from the album that Daniel Avery and Alessandro Cortini released earlier this year. Uh, The album's called Illusion of Time and I played a couple of tracks from it on the show and then I must admit I kind of lost interest in it a bit. But it's a slow burner, I think. So this track is quite a good example of that. Uh, It's not immediately grabbing, but there's something that over time kind of weaves its way into your consciousness. And I'm going to go back and give the rest of the album another listen, I think. Um, This is the title track. This is Illusion of Time.
Very nice. Daniel Avery and Alessandro Cortini from their album Illusion of Time, which came out earlier this year, and that was the title track. Now, I don't, I've mentioned before, haven't I, that I have this app called Readly, which is kind of like Spotify for magazines, and it's quite good because it means I can dip into magazines like Mojo and Uncut and Q, just out magazines I wouldn't necessarily want to buy the whole magazine, but I can go in if there's interesting articles and interviews and things. And there was one talking about Kate Bush's influences, 10 tracks that influence Kate Bush uh, was the title of the article, I think. And they mention that she was a big fan of David Byrne and Brian Eno's album, My Life in the Bush of Ghosts. And I actually came across that album from reading an interview with her at the time, you know, nearly 40 years ago. Um, and it's an amazing album. Uh, in Brian Eno's autobiography, I think it is, he talks about how they didn't really have a feel for what they're doing. They really were finding their way, building up these percussion tracks, never quite sure what they were going to do with them. Um, and I don't think it's ever had mega sales. It's been a really influential album. And you can, if you're familiar with Kate Bush's Hounds of Love, you can hear the influence that this track uh, would have had on the song Waking the Witch. So taken from my life in the Bush of Ghosts, this is Mea Culpa.
David Byrne and Brian Eno, the track Mea Culpa, taken from their album My Life in the Bush of Ghosts. There was a good reissue brought out of that about 10, 15 years ago now. God, how time flies. Uh, now, in uh, one of the things I miss about vinyl, um, one of the few things I miss about vinyl, to be honest, is the concept of the B-side on a seven-inch single because you'd often get interesting tracks on there, stuff that didn't quite fit in with the album that the band were doing at the time or live versions of songs or just kind of almost throwaway things. And that ought to be replicated, really, I think, on the web. I'm surprised more bands don't just go, look, here's just some stuff we're working on. Here's an interesting live version. Um, but Shreeback have done just that this week, where they've put up a version of their 1985 track, Everything That Rises Must Converge. And it's played by Carl Marsh, who would have been the original guitarist on the track. Um, and over the last few years, he seems to have developed a very interesting blues slide style that works really, really well with this song. So this is not really Shreeback, it's Carl Marsh solo and his update of Everything That Rises Must Converge. Which way to go 
Marvellous Karl Marsh and his reworking of Streetbacks, Everything That Rises Must Converge. Now, since I started doing Electronic Ears, which is eight years now, I did, I think, 90 shows on Indigo, and this is the 215th one that I've done for Can Do. In that time, I have grown to embrace the remix and I think actually over that time the quality of remixes has steadily improved it's become more of a thing and I think probably the final turning point for me if that's a thing was when public service broadcasting brought out the album of remixes of the race for space and I thought you know there is a real craft to this to taking a song and not necessarily improving it, but bringing out a different aspect of it. The Maps remix, for example, of the other side on the album was very, very good. And there's a chap called uh, Chris Liebing, who I really am growing to like as an artist, who did a remix of a track from the Goldfrap album that came out three years ago, Silver Eye. And it was a kind of return to form for them, I think. But he's taken the track, Everything Is Never Enough, and which kind of clatters by on the album. And he's it feels like he's slowed it down, I think just by the way he's done the beats. And somehow, yeah, taken the kind of the hurry and the urgency out of it and made it bigger and more immersive and, I think, beautiful. So this is Goldfrap's, Goldfrap's Everything Is Never Enough, as remixed by Chris Liebing.
epic Chris Liebing's remix of Goldfrapp's Everything Is Never Enough, the original of which is on their Silver Eye album. And in fact, you can pick up that remix on the expanded edition of that album, which I think came out the following year. Now, I am not generally a fan of Martin Gore's solo stuff, the guy who's the main songwriter, keyboard player and guitarist and occasional vocalist in Depeche Mode. I find his he's done a couple of albums called Counterfeit and maybe Counterfeit 2 of cover versions and there is one though that I do like and it's a cover of a track by Brian Eno from his Before and After Science album called By This River which I may have played on the show before it was written by Eno uh, with Rodelius and Merbius the two guys who made Cluster uh, I think if memory serves me correctly and I just think this is a really nice interpretation of the tracks. This is Martin Gore's version of By This River.
Martin Gore's interpretation of Brian Eno's By This River, the original which you can find on the album Before and After Science. Now, I'm a part-time fan of trip-hop, I have to say. I like the Portishead's first album and tracks off the second and third ones. Uh, I've played quite a few tracks by Massive Attack on the show over the years, but I was surprised to see I've never played anything by Tricky. And he released an album two or three years ago called Ununiform, which has got some lovely tracks on it, including this one I'm going to play for you now, which features Martina Topley-Bird, who was a strong presence on his debut album and I think was a big contributor to the success of that. The track I'm going to play for you this evening is the rather morbidly titled When We Die.
When We Die by Tricky, taken from his album on uniform and featuring the distinctive voice of Martina Topley Bird. I've mentioned before how I used to love the sessions that David Jensen and also John Peel did on their shows where an artist would come in who was working on an album, about to release an album, and they would go into the studio at the BBC for the afternoon or the evening and record two, three or four tracks uh, off their forthcoming album. So you kind of got these live versions, but sometimes they'd play early versions of songs as well, so you actually kind of got more of a demo of it. And there's a lovely version of In My Room, which is taken from Yazoo's first album, Upstairs at Eric's. Um, it doesn't feature the samples that are on the actual record, but it is subtly different. And I mean, I love the original, so I'm really attuned to it. So all the differences are quite obvious to me. Um, I love the Alison Moyes vocal on this and just that lovely early 80s analogue synth sound of it. So this is Yazoo and the David Jensen session version of In My Room. Some years ago, 
Yazoo and the session version of In My Room. Now, I like to finish the show usually with a bit of a banger, but this week I'm going out something quiet and calm, a track taken from Apparat's album The Devil's Walk, which came out in 2011. And I like other stuff by Apparat, and I like the stuff he does with the guys from Mode Selector as well, under the moniker of Moderat. But the album The Devil's Walk, which is nearly 10 years old now, remains my favourite, and I think this track I'm going to play for you Uh, To close the show, Escape is a particularly good one. Uh, Before I kick that off, I'll say thanks very much for listening. I may not do a show next week. There may just be a repeat of an older show. Uh, But if I'm not back next week, I will be the week after. And until then, stay safe. Thanks very much for listening. Cheers now. Bye. in a pack when I was little 